Good morning. It is Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I love me some Fridays. I love me some Jesus. This is our morning take, and my name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. And we're here to finish up this story we've been talking about all week between Abram and Sarah and Hagar and Ishmael and circumcision. Yeah, we're going to really cut this thing off today. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I know a couple of these episodes have run pretty long, but I hope you guys are born with us. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's going to take eight days to recover from all of this. Let the healing process <laughs> Let the begin. the healing process begin. Ishmael was 13 years old when he was circumcised. Oh, man. And Abraham was 99. 99. Yeah, he was definitely wild after he got that done. Today is episode 65, Abraham. Wow. And it is March the 31st. Tomorrow is Logan's birthday on, uh, he's our engineer, on Facebook. It's his Facebook birthday. What is tomorrow? April 1st. Or April Fool's Day. Boy, that's the truth. And we're going to have an outreach tomorrow, too. I told uh, Crystal, I said, we could just take empty bags. And then when they come get it, just go ahead and just say, it's oh, like no. April Fool's. That would be That terrible. would just be wrong. Yeah, we're not going to do that. No, yeah. we're actually going to. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know, Crystal's doing some new thing now. She's She's got this outreach thing. She's already, she's she's doing her thing. But She's got the whole Henry Ford process now. She's got like, sam- doesn't she have like sandwiches and bags and stuff? Yeah. And then you just come and if they want like four sandwiches, she just puts four sandwiches yeah, It's like in an bag. assembly line. Yeah, rather than giving them four bags and all that stuff. It's like, you know, I think it's saving time and money and effort. You weren't at the, you weren't at the last one either, though. I, I missed the last one too. But I guess that's what they did. They just made, they made sandwiches and uh, I don't know. We'll we'll understand it this time. You're gonna be with us this one. I know it's your birthday and all, but yeah, yeah. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna be 21. April Fools. All right. Anyway, uh, so I uh, that's another subject, and maybe on Monday we'll discuss a little bit about the uh, whole April Fools thing, where it came from. Anybody just curious as to I have no idea where it came from. Why it's from. called April Fools? No yeah. idea. So let's uh, delve into that on Monday, and we'll do that. I'll do some research that way. I could. Uh, Put in my Speak two cents. Speak intelligently. In. Put in my two cents. <laughs> well, Abe, I honestly don't know how much more to talk about this uh, story because we're to Genesis 18, and uh, God's just going to promise uh, promise them once again that Isaac will be born. The Lord does go down uh, to uh, Abraham's house and Sarah's house. They are called Abraham and Sarah now, so we can call them that officially. And uh, he's down there by the Oaks of Mamre. Yes. Is that where he buried Sarah? I believe so. I believe that's where Abraham's even buried. Yeah, before we jump into that, um, just briefly, I just love in 17 how God specifically explained to Abraham that Isaac is the one. Yeah. And the covenant is with Isaac. It's not about Ishmael at all. Yeah. And if you really want to do some extra reading, for those of you out there that are interested, go to Galatians chapter, I believe it's Galatians chapter 4. Yes. Verses, I believe it's like 21 to 31. Yes. And it talks about Hagar being the woman of slavery and Sarah being the woman of free, of freedom. And uh, talks about uh, this allegory between Hagar and Sarah. It's just a wonderful story. Paul has a great way of like, you know, he was so smart. He understood yes. the law. He sat under Gamaliel and he was a great teacher. You know, this guy, he knew the law so much better than anyone probably in, in of his day. And yet 
when he be, when he got saved and he went down there to the Greeks where they and they talk about all this philosophical stuff. Paul says, listen, all that stuff that I ever learned, it was just garbage. All I want to know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And uh, and that's so true because, yeah. you know what, that cancels all of that other stuff out. That, this is what you got to know. You got to know Jesus now, all right? Amen. Stop it with the whole circumcision thing. Yep, it was a covenant. Yep, it was given to Abraham. Yeah, we get it, but it's over now. And uh, don't be trying to get circumcised thinking that that's your way into the kingdom, right? Amen. You don't work your way into the kingdom. Nope. Uh, so when he lifted up his eyes, uh, it says eighteen two. looked and behold, three men were standing opposite him. He ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the earth and said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, please do not pass your servant by. Notice that they do not rebuke him. If these would have just been three angels, angels never let men worship them ever. Anytime they bow to them, the angel would go, nope, get up. Because I'm not somebody to worship. You only worship the true God. But this is God. This Amen. is the incarnate Christ. Yes. And he says, please uh, let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I'll bring a piece of bread that you may refresh yourselves. And after that, you may go on since you have visited your servant. And they said, so do as you have said. And Abraham hurried into the tent. Sarah, quickly. Prepare three measures of fine flour, knead it, and make bread cakes. <laughs> Quickly. What do you think this took? Man, we need Nikki here to like Yeah. Nikki, knead up about uh, six cups of bread and make some, make some cakes. Is there even a fire going yet? Like, you know, then she's got to make the fire to get it hot. Like, you know. Nikki would be out like on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> like, what day? How late? How long are they staying? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I have no idea like how long this took, but he does even say this too. He says he ran to the herd yeah. and took a tender and choice calf and gave it to the servant and he hurried to prepare it. Yes. Now that just means that he did everything in an expedient manner, but you don't hurry to prepare a calf. This uh -uh. is a couple of hours. And he took curds and milk and the calf, which he had prepared and placed it before them. And he was standing by them under the tree as they ate. Now, <clears throat> you want to know how un-Jewish this is? See anything there that's a little un-Jewy? Meat mm. and dairy. Yeah. Listen, do you know that Jews literally have two refrigerators? They have one refrigerator for dairy products, one refrigerator for meat. They will not even put them in the same refrigerator. And yet Abraham, their father, he served the he served the incarnate God, meat and milk. I've never understood where they got all that from then. Just, Me neither. That is very interesting. Is it in the law? It has to be somewhere in there. Why would it if Abraham did this? Then why would that be against the law? I don't get it. You'll have to show it to me because I don't yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. And they said to him, uh, where's Sarah? Your wife, you know, you know that lady? And he said, she's there in the tent. He said, I will surely return to you at this time next year. And behold, Sarah, your wife will have a son. So that means, honestly, uh, she might even be pregnant right yeah. now. Yep. Because she's already going to have the son when I come back in a year. Yep. And Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. And Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. Sarah was past childbearing. Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have become old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also. 
So is she saying, really, I'm trying to enjoy my old age now, now I don't want a kid? And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I indeed bear a child when I am so old? Is anything too difficult for the Lord? Mm. At the appointed time, I will return to you at this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah denied it, however, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. Then the men rose up from there and looked down towards Sodom. And Abraham was walking with them to send them off. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation. And in him, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. For I've chosen him so that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has spoken about him. Mm. So is God saying, should I even say anything about Sodom? Does, does Lot just go down in the pillars of flame when he destroys Sodom, and I'm not even going to tell Abraham? Because you know what? I told Abraham when he first came, come by yourself, yep. and I'm going to do this thing yep. by you. And now you've brought somebody else. Should I even include him and let him know what's going on down there? What do you think, Abe? Man, I'm telling you, it's just, it just goes back to being obedient. Like we said, when we started out on the outset, when God told him to come, he was just like, well, you know what? I'm going to bring my nephew. And you know, here's the really bad thing. Really bad days lie ahead for Lot. Yes. Y'all go to church. See you next week.